2: App Store or the Google Play Store today. Domain Masters. Please welcome your host.
0: The following is an encore segment of Domain Masters.
3: Again, live at SES, the Search Engine Strategies Conference in uh, New York, uh, put on by Jupiter Media. It's a very well and heavily attended event. There's thousands of webmasters, uh, SEO, search engine optimizers, uh, companies that feed that marketplace. Um, And we are uh, glad to support uh, this effort and have um, Jake Bailey on board, um, who's uh, one of the SEO gurus of the industry, and uh, we're going to talk a little bit about some tips and tricks for um, for SEO and website websites, and website optimization. And, uh, Jake, welcome to the show.
4: Thanks, man. Thanks. <laughs> my, my goal is to be on every webcast radio show without doing my own. So
3: <laughs> right, Jake just got off the air on uh, Cover Story, I believe, right? Yeah. So um, hopefully you, you have a little bit different audience here. Uh, we have some of our domain, uh, domain followers on awesome. board. And I think uh, that you have a lot to offer to the domain community. First of all, you own a ton of domain names uh, yourself and your business, correct? Yeah, that's correct. How long have you uh, had domain names?
4: Oh, sheesh. Um, well, I... I want to say I bought my first domain name back in 1996. Oh, wow. And that so works. Early. Since I think I paid $125 yeah, or something that's about for right. that's it. when yeah. I got in it. Yeah. So so a long
3: time, a yeah. long time. And what have you been doing with your names ever since then? Well, um, I've sold a couple of them.
4: Um, some of the ones I've had 96 and 97 I've sold uh, not for a, a – tall amount of money, but you know, for, for drinking money for a few weeks and, uh, and a couple a of nights, I mean, yeah, a few nights. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, a few others I've just, I've just had, um, I have some, some interesting ones. I have, uh, metrosexual.org, uh, some, some ones
3: like that. Yeah. So, Hey, that's good. <laughs> hey, we're simulcasted. So it's yeah, good. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> well, give us a little bit of background about how you got into, um, uh, got into the industry, how you got into SEO and, uh, um, I learned a lot about your other company and venture that you were in, um, which is in the diecast cars um, industry, which is a, a huge viral um, uh, collectors item, um, you know, industry and uh, pretty viral there. And how you got into the true local?
4: Yeah, well, the story is a little bit weird. I um, I ran an ISP for five years um, in Cleveland, and when. I got out of that business. Um, one of my clients came to me and they said, "Hey, we have this, you know, this dynamic website thing. Um, can you help us with it?" And played around with my rewrite, solved their problem. But nobody had written about it at this point. And I said, "Hey, this is pretty cool. You know, this SEO thing. Maybe it does something." So I was fairly late to the SEO game. I didn't get in it till about 2002, um, but uh, got really, really good at the dynamic site stuff. And with that came the Diecast Car Collectors Club of California, they, uh, they approached us and, uh, helped SEO their site. We got their domain name diecast.org, which is a, a, f- a pretty good domain name. And, uh, once, uh, once I got out of the client service SEO business, uh, Tim Nye up in Canada brought me on to, uh,
3: to manage uh, the technical and marketing aspects of True Local. Right. And tell us a little bit about uh, True Local and what, it, what its purpose is and what it's going to be in the next uh, one to two years. Well, we are trying to make True Local the best local search experience out there. Uh, True Local
4: is a, uh, a local search engine that's focused on businesses with physical presences or or storefronts or offices. Uh, we don't allow directory sites. We don't allow affiliate sites. No information portals, et cetera, et cetera, in the engine. So it, it's really, really focused on business to consumer
3: search and really, really so focused So brick and mortar, exactly, brick and mortar present, presence. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. So no online only identities. No. Okay. None at all. Okay, great, and um, and give us a little bit of um, you know information about why why you think there's a true need for this, where you think you're going to set yourselves apart. Obviously, people are um, now starting to do a lot more local searching in Google and a lot of the other um, search engines. Where where do you separate yourselves? Well, first of all, I think our interface
4: makes the most sense out of all of them. Um, Google and Yahoo, I think, have uh, they, they put too much prominence on the map and not enough prominence on the information. Um, so we're, we're trying to uh, we're coming at this with a different uh, a different interface. And also, I think uh, the way we do it is a little bit better. Um, the major local players start with all the pages in their index and try to map those to local businesses. We start the other way. We start with the the big base file of local businesses and then map URLs appropriately. So we we come at the problem a little bit differently.
5: Wow!
3: And so. Um how are there are a bunch of businesses jumping on board and how, how are you making your money you, i understand you're profitable which is a great yeah. success story at such such a little uh, short little time because you just started the business right right yeah well well most of it at this point has been word of mouth and um, and
4: organic traffic so um we're we're running over to precision match ads for now on the side and we're going to have local advertisers but the majority of it has been word of mouth and organic traffic so
5: Oh, wow,
3: that's great! That's great. And what what you know, the local search market is going to be huge. I think. I mean, what is your projections in terms of number of users and inquiries into local search um, inquiries inside the engine? You know, short term and long term. Well, I think as a uh, you know, more and more people understand
4: local ser- what local search is, it's going to get bigger. A lot of people don't understand what local search is right now. They have no clue what that phrase means. Um, you know, I have to explain people not in this space that it's really smart phone book, and that's how people understand it. So, you know, I think it'll gain more users. As far as numeric projections, uh, to be honest, I have no idea. Um, you know, I know that the the demand is there. I know that um, there are – I've heard figures from anywhere – between 10% and 28% of all searches are local in nature. So, you know, the, the sky's the limit with this thing, I think. Um, and, and as more people actually figure out what local search is, it'll gain more acceptance.
3: Oh, great. Well, we wish you the best of luck on, on your on your project. I'm sure a lot of people want to hear about, um, from your SEO background, some really key uh, tips and tricks uh, to, to help get your site optimized and uh, obviously as a domainer and also as a website developer and builder, um, you have uh, uh, quite a few um, good pointers out, um, probably up your sleeves that you can share with others. Well, I'll start on the
4: the most exciting, I think, domain information for SEO that I've seen lately, and that is, um, as I was telling you last night, IDNs are now being picked up by Google. Um, so we're having Chinese and, and Russian and other character domain names that are actually being natively indexed by Google. Of course, most of the major browsers support them natively now, so it's amazing because I just bought uh, one of the, uh, the equivalents of casinos.com in Chinese. Right, language. you mentioned that. You, yeah. you snapped up uh, casino.cn, right? Yeah. Or, no, it's no, no, no,
3: no, not no, the the, it's the, the idn Chinese version. It's the right, right, right. right.
4: And so, so IDNs are really, really going to start picking up within the next six months, I suspect, because they're all still available and uh, and Google is now natively indexing their character sets, so it's, it's really cool, and if you go and Google and search for for casino in the Chinese character set. You'll see it's a bunch of Chinese character set IDNs out there.
3: Yeah, that's great. And and for those of you um, out there that had uh, believed in the in the in the uh, IDN character set in the past, as you know, Verisign had some trouble uh, making sure that those things were recognizable in browsers. They have since fixed that. Uh, at Moniker, we plan on having that on our slate to to bring live uh, over the next um, three months or so to bring IDNs online along with uh, a bunch of country codes to help support that as well. So the, that's a really key strategy. Um, what else can you share uh, regarding um, both domains and, and website optimization? Well, hyphens still really work very well in MSN. Um, we're having great success with so hyphens the, in between yeah, two words two with, words, with a dot com yeah. or yeah. with a name. Okay, yeah, and we're, explain I mean, a little bit about that because we hear all, we hear a lot of uh, varying uh, opinions about why that works. We know that uh, actually a hyphen can act like a space yeah, uh, in the search right. engine. So uh, we'll go into that a little bit. A lot of times what happens is, um, the hyphens are,
4: hyphens are read as spaces. So if you have a a keyword domain with a hyphen in between, it's read as, as two words. Now, while that doesn't seem to help you, as is in Google and Yahoo, meaning they're not keying off the words in the domain. Where it does help you is that if people aren't using good anchor text to your domain and they're just linking to your domain outright, those words are still in that link. So you get sort of a natural bonus out of having a hyphen. MSN is keying off those words. Um, we have evidence that MSN is definitely reading words in, in the domain and, and – um, Ranking appropriately, and
3: why do you think MSN's doing it, but the other search engines are not?
4: Well, I think it. I think it is a measure of relevance. Um, it is one that can be faked, but you know, you're not going to go register by-fenotermine-online if your site isn't about phenamine. Um So, you know, it, it can be a measure of relevance if it's used properly. Right.
3: Right. Okay. Great. So there's uh, a couple really good tips on uh, on some domain name uh, registration tips. Now let's get a couple for our, for website and getting the website really optimized. Uh, from your perspective
4: well the on-page seo um the number one tip i have is um just has to do with title tags and h1s and h2s um it seems to be a good powerful tool if you can match the title tag the
3: h1 and the h2 explain explain to some of the um, novices out there what an h1 h1 h2 are and uh how to get to the title tag. Yeah, well, H1 and H2
4: and also the title tag are, um, HTML codes that you use in a document. Um, and the H1 is the, the primary header and the H2 is a secondary header. So those are just the tags that are wrapped around the text that you want to be in the header. Um, when, it seems that if, when those match, especially in Yahoo, the title, the H1 and the H2, when those match, um, the page seems to get quite a boost and that's a, that's a pretty easy on-page thing you can do. Um, the, the most important thing you can ever do in, in any engine with, with on-page optimization is the title tag. It is the most important tag on a page. So
3: And the key, give us some of the limits on that title tag. because it It's the first thing oh. the
4: spiders see, I, yeah, I suppose. Yeah, and it is the first thing spiders see. I mean, don't, uh, you know, the way I prefer to SEO websites is one specific keyword per page. So make that title very short. Um, make it very specific, the exact phrase, two, three, preferably four words that you want to rank on, and build the traffic up from there. Um, don't start at the top and build down. So keep the title short. Keep it on topic. I prefer um, keyword one, space, keyword two, space, keyword three, space, hyphen, space, website name. Oh, so, okay. so buy, space, use, space, cars, dash, ford.com. Oh, okay. and that, and that's and that's my my um my favorite title to use and it seems to work very well.
3: And then the second most important part uh, would be the description inside the text below the title tag uh, to support the keywords. No, would I, I actually
4: think the, H, the H2 the H parameter is probably being valued even more than the H1 or the or the description at this point. Um, the H2 is a very powerful on-page tag that not a lot of people are using, um, which is H2 is the subheading, if you remember. So um, the subheadings of a page, I think, can be a lot more descriptive than the, the main heading of the page um, on so I think the, the engines are waiting those a little bit more. But your heading tags are always important, your H1, your H2 tags. Um, and uh, w- the meta description is important that you mentioned because if that phrase that the user is searching for appears in that meta description, Google will actually show that as a snippet. So it's a way you can control what the user sees on Google, which can actually help organic click through. Oh, cool.
3: Okay, well, there you have it. Um, one of the top SEOs in our industry, um, giving a couple of good tips on do, both domain names and website optimization and some of the key points. And um, one of the questions, I guess, one of the, uh, on the chat board was, what was the first domain name you ever registered?
4: The first one I ever registered? Jeez, um, um, I think I registered with the old ISP, mailbag.net. <laughs> I think and that was still, the first still one I it? ever registered. No, no, sold it. It went, with the, it, ISP. Yeah, yeah, it went yeah, with the ISP. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> I think Mailbag.net was the first domain I ever registered. So, yeah. and, and you know, the terrible thing is, Jake.com was actually unregistered until about 1999, and I kept thinking I'm going to buy it I'm going to buy it I am going to buy it yeah jake.com was totally unregistered till 1999 and I was going to buy it and then uh, this hobby guy in California bought it and he had on his page this domain for sale 500 bucks until about 2001 so I missed <laughs> two times to get this domain name and then I finally it was for sale a couple months ago so I went to the guys and I said how much for jake.com and they said something like Thirty thousand dollars. So I was like, I missed oh, my boy. chance
3: three different times to buy jake.com. Well, that uh, little advice I gave you earlier about uh, some other little name—you got to yeah. grab that then. Yeah. So that doesn't yeah. happen again. You're not kicking yourself in right. show. Right. Right. All <laughs> right. Well, Jake, uh, thanks a lot for being my guest on on the show. I know that you did back to back interviews, and you got uh, you got a, you're speaking later on the day. What are you speaking on? Uh, my next section is about twenty five minutes. It's on redirects and rewriting. Oh, great! So yep. well, we're uh, really excited to have you on board. Great, uh, good luck with uh, True Local, and um, I'm sure that our uh, that our listeners will be uh, hitting that search engine quite a bit in the near future. Thanks, money. So, thank-
2: Domain Masters will be back after
1: this short break. Stay tuned. You rely on your website to promote your business. And while you're busy doing what you love, you need a site that can keep up. GoDaddy Web Hosting is built from the ground up for lightning speed, reliability, and rock solid performance. It includes over 150 free apps, like WordPress and Drupal, to build and manage your site. And with 99.9% uptime and industry leading load times, you never have to worry if your site is up and running. Visit GoDaddy.com and enter code HOSTFM to get web hosting for $1 a month, plus a free domain. Some limitations apply. See website for details.
5: Plus, build more buzz for your brand with our social media marketing strategy. Discover all that the Internet Marketing Ninjas can do for you. Visit the online dojo now at InternetMarketingNinjas.com.
1: Building better search engine rankings takes the right formula. Tracking those rankings is super simple. All you need is AuthorityLabs.com. And you don't always have time to worry about your website. With GoDaddy Managed WordPress, you don't have to. Simply create your WordPress site or migrate an existing site. GoDaddy will handle the hosting, setup, backups, and security. And keep your site running at blazing speed so you can share your passion with your customers online. Visit GoDaddy.com and enter code MANAGED to get managed WordPress for $1 a month, plus a free domain. Some limitations apply. See website for details.
6: You are dedicated and devoted to a life of developing new ideas and innovations. Willing to take calculated career risks, achieving independent wealth and success. Then you are ready to experience the entrepreneur effect. On demand anytime. Inside the internet marketing channel. Only on webmasterradio.fm.
2: We're back with more Domain Masters, where we teach you to be the master of your domain. Master of your domain. Only on webmasterradio.fm.
0: The following is an encore segment of Domain Masters.
3: Hey, folks. Welcome back to Domain Masters. Roy Lopez uh, is the president and CEO of DN Research, Inc. Um, uh, They're the parent company of the Internet's largest athletics shoe store, uh, sneakers.com and 1700 domain names and uh have some great names in in the portfolio and uh we're going to talk to Roy. Roy are you online? Yes, I am. How you doing? Good, good. How you doing? Oh, uh little little pain. a little pain, but I'm surviving. A lot of Vicodin. Yeah, I heard in. about that. Sorry to hear that. A <laughs> lot of lot of Vicodin, a lot of Motrin. <laughs> oh my god. But uh, I'm doing okay. Gimping around the office All my employees laugh at me all day. Huh. You know, the same thing. So uh so um you've been in a domain business since uh 2000, right? Yeah, yeah, a little bit before that. All right, so give us your background. How did, how did you get into the Internet? Uh, what was your first taste? How did you start investing in domain names? Um, give us a little bit of background and history, and then we'll go into some of the success stories you had. Sure, okay.
6: Uh, I got my introduction to the Internet in about 1991. Uh, I was working down at the University of Arizona as a research assistant uh, for the astronomy department down there. and uh, That's a party school. <laughs> yeah, big time. Big time. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of good times from there. Great school, and uh, yeah, I was working from home. Uh, I got my first taste of that. I was dialing up on uh, one of the old modems and uh, uh, dummy terminals, and I was able to you know connect to to work and uh, do my research work. You know, that was back in the time when uh, NCSA Mosaic was a web browser. All the websites were gray, <laughs> and all that stuff. So that's uh, uh, so when I got introduced to the internet. And, and computers. Uh, a little bit after that, uh, I landed a job at the uh, U of A uh, Network Operations Center and I started learning more about the Macintosh computers, PCs, you know, started messing around with those and the and, uh, university uh, Unix computers. Yeah. And uh, it, it got me thinking, you know, like, these computers are on 24-7, you know, doing stuff. I'm like, man, you know, there's got to be some way to automate, you know, computers and, and somehow make some money on the Internet. You know, and then uh, a little later, uh, speaking with a friend, and he was into Amway, you know, selling products and said, well, oh, people are making really big money doing this stuff. And, and I thought about, hmm, okay, well, what about computers in Amway? So I started uh, messing around on there, and I got 36 countries actually interested uh, to promote this product and stuff like that. And finally, after a little while, I got a, a letter from Amway, and they're like, hey, you know, we really appreciate your entrepreneurial spirit um but right now we don't uh you know use a computer to you know uh do this type of thing on the internet right now and they feel that uh you know it exponentially uh have an impact on the internet
3: you know all the attention it would get right hey hey, roy is your um um is that uh, are you talking right into your phone into your mouthpiece Yes. Okay. I just want to make sure because uh, for some reason it's fading in and out. So I just wanted to make sure because uh, a couple people can't hear you. But it's okay. I, I can hear what you're saying. Go ahead. Okay.
6: Okay. Uh, so that was kind of a bummer. You know, here I thought I could do something really big with Amway. But, you know, it kind of gave me a little push to keep going. So you know, a little later, I graduated from the U of A in about 1997, a degree in anthropology and a minor in astrophysics. And uh, soon after, afterwards, I got a, a job doing some systems engineering. Uh, with a national firm, they moved me to Dallas, and I got some uh, computer certifications—Microsoft uh, Certified Systems Engineering, Microsoft Certified Professional stuff—and uh, a little bit after that, uh, I so mean, so
3: you got a pretty big uh, tech background then at this point.
2: Yeah,
6: yeah, I got I got a lot of uh, uh, instruction and stuff for that job, definitely, definitely. Uh, a little bit later, I moved down to uh, San Diego, uh, one of my first choice of three cities. And I began to work on uh, some desktops out there at Sempra Energy and uh, was introduced to the Windows batch scripting language and a little bit of automation on on the desktops and, you know, providing all the images and
0: and icons they see on the
6: desktop, you know, from one big script. So I was, like, you know, introduced to that uh, aspect of the business. And then uh, a little bit later, that same company began downsizing. You know, people were being let go and stuff and... And they were giving me what was called beach time. Basically, they were paying me to stay home. And, you know, it was really great and all, but after a while, I started thinking, you know, how long is this going to last, right? <laughs> so I started thinking, you know, I've always wanted to have my own business. You know, what am I going to do? Right. And then, uh, you know, I was in... Now, now what, year, what year is this? Uh,
3: around 1999. Okay. Early 1999. That's, uh, that's about when I, uh, when I did this for, I mean, for when, when, when we started our business out of our house, uh, doing these domain name things.
6: Uh, very cool. Very cool. You know, I was uh, starting to get an interest in uh, domain names, and I signed up for this service. I remember it was called uh, Unclaimed Domains, something like that, you know. And I started looking at, you know, the contents of that, and I figured out, well, you know, there's got to be uh, better names that are dropping and stuff. So I uh, began looking at how to access the comm zone files from the registry, you know, began learning the system and stuff. And soon thereafter, uh, DNS Research uh, Inc. was founded, and I started compiling some information from those zone files and, and selling uh, dom- uh, expired domain name lists, and on-hold domain name lists, dictionary
3: lists, uh, you name it. Right, so Right. So, uh, so that's how you broke in and started getting... So did you did you start acquiring domain names uh, from scratch at that point or um, just selling the information for others to buy domain names?
6: Actually, I was doing the both at the same time. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was using that research and, you know, finding some good names. Meanwhile, you know
3: selling the information to others. And some of these lists would go for thousands of dollars. And what uh, what was the first domain name you, you purchased?
6: Uh, first domain name was actually uh,
3: an adult-oriented
6: name. It was uh,
3: DreamGirls.net. DreamGirls? Uh-huh. DreamGirls.net? Uh-huh. And was that purchased uh, from scratch uh, in registration, or did you buy that in the aftermarket in, the, in a kind of a second? Um...
6: Uh, that was an idea I had uh, back in 97, actually. That's when we registered that. Um
3: we made a little bit of money
6: uh, online during that time with that name, and uh, that's, that's kind of what uh, instigated the interest in, in domain names too and i 've always had that uh, thing with domain names
3: you know? cool and so since then um, you, you've built up quite a portfolio you have about uh, you have about seventeen hundred names correct yes, I do thank you and um, and you know your your some of your flagship domain names i mean one is sneakers dot com um, what are some of the others
6: oh uh, uh, um we got uh tons of other names that are, you know, like stockmarket.tv uh, uh, was one of them. We've got uh sororitygirl.com, uh, uh, basketballshoes.com,
3: itdevelopment.com, uh, just a whole bunch of others, uh generic terms. Good. Good. And now Sneakers.com, you know, obviously uh, uh obviously is a flagship and you you're, uh um How did you acquire that one domain name?
6: Oh, I will never forget that day, Monty. Uh, Back in December 30th, 2000, you know, we're up in the morning about 3.30, you know, trying to get things going and running my little uh, email template script to bulk registrar and uh, a true gift from God. I remember one of the top domainers was actually out of town uh, down in Mexico uh, preaching the gospel to people down there. And I later found out uh, one of the other top domainers is, scripts just broke somehow, I guess they lost connection to the internet during that crucial time period and our little uh, email template script uh, just got that one request in at the right time and uh, we got our reply back in the email and we just couldn't believe our eyes that you know, it was registered successfully and we're like pinching ourselves, you know, is this real? <laughs> so,
3: you, so you got the name in the drop then? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, $12. Yeah, that's uh, for, for how much? $12. $12, wow. Yeah. Registration fee. Nice catch. Thank you. Nice catch. So um, so tell us a little bit about what sneakers.com uh, has evolved to at this point, because that's a little success story in itself.
6: Okay. Well, the day after uh, we got that name, we got a call from another uh, domainer, Josh Bond, and uh, he, he was uh, offering 15K for that. We're like, wow. you know, The immediate response to that, we know it was a really good name, and we're excited, but we thought, you know, uh, I think sneakers is you know, a little bit more stronger than that, and it can definitely be built into something, and, and, you know, we said, no, thank you, held on to it, trying to figure out what to do with it. We had, like, a, a simple banner advertisement back then, and we're just trying to figure out, you know, how to use it, keep getting more interest and more offers uh, for that name. A couple years later, you know, the offers up. Now, to- what
3: were you originally doing with it? Did you have it going to a landing page? Were you doing PPC? Were you earning money on it? Was it just, uh, was it, you know, what, what was going on with the domain name at the time?
6: It was in a test period. You know, we were trying to figure out how to maximize revenues off of it. You know, we were
3: kind of new to PPC at that time,
6: and I know we had some uh, commission junction, advertiser links, and banners for shoes up there. We were just trying to see, well, what works out best for this kind of traffic that we were getting?
3: And so, and so what did you determine at the time? What what did work best?
6: Uh, the PPC.
3: The PPC worked best. Yeah. And that, and that, that, I, that I guess, was... Um, you you weren't in full development development mode in creating your own um, online web retail wholesale sale um, inventory of selling shoes though right right I well, mean that's the other option for it obviously yes yeah
6: and we and we didn't feel that we had the true technical knowledge or experience to really turn it into all that you know at that time especially
3: and what kind of what kind of traffic did that did, did that name get uh, back then and what kind of traffic does it get now in terms of unique visitors?
6: Uh, I think back then it got like a few hundred a day uh, later on uh, we actually did build it up into a store that it is right now with you know, a bunch of uh, shoe products and links. and I think at the peak it got to around 10,000 uh, uniques a day um, a little bit later we switched it just to PPC and we lost a little bit of our you know, visitors and, and traffic but we're building that back up right now
3: okay great so uh so the things uh, evolved uh over time, so yeah, uh
6: yeah it's been about five years almost
3: <laughs> and um and now um there's some serious interest in that domain name um and you know, what I think is is really cool about this particular domain name is some of the unique um opportunities you have in terms of a joint venture uh with a major shoe manufacturer and that kind of stuff, and you know we always like to talk about some of the creative things that people can do to monetize their domain names, you know um you know creating an online store or using a PPC landing page or having some content in combination with you know stuff like uh, um, you know with some some PPC ads but you're gonna you're you're probably creating something really creative here that will uh um, you know help you keep a piece of the keep a piece of the action and do a joint venture with a major shoe store is that correct
6: thank you yeah that's that's what we're hoping uh, later on this month'll
3: we'll, so, so describe true. that a little bit um you know describe what you can without um without you know, getting into anything that's confidential, but describe what you can on how you've been able to create a partnership here, uh, so that other people have an idea about what they could do with some of the similar products that they have.
6: Well, uh, it all happened by accident, actually, you know, we're getting really strong offers for sneakers.com and we decided to go out and, well, let's get us some more exposure, you know, listed on different websites. And we ran into this one guy who just, you know, loves sneakers.com more than us. And we're like, couldn't believe it either. And, uh, he decided to, you know, get some kind of plan uh, formulated for that, and we were really excited because we wouldn't have to, you know, just outright sell it, you know, a one-time deal. You know, he offered us a lot of cash and then, you know, parts of the revenues, and then if it builds up and sells to another entity, you know, a percentage of that.
3: So, you know,
6: really great potential on this name. We're you know, so
3: excited about it. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's great. And the reason why that's a that's a good, you know, we've talked about this a couple times in the last few shows is that um, there's a lot of creative deals being done now uh, with domain names. I mean, of course, you always have the option of selling outright. Or I just did a deal today in an escrow transaction for two parties that uh, involves uh, a revenue share over five years. Um, you know, so that they still get a piece of the action over five years, but don't don't actually retain ownership. Um, but you know, of course, there's always those deals um, that. You remain a you know minority holder in, and you always get the benefits so you don't kick yourself in a year or two when right. you know in case they turn it into a mega property, you know. Exactly. And then you you have you have a big piece of, of this name now, but a smaller piece of something extremely bigger um, could actually be worth a lot lot more than than what you currently have, obviously. Exactly. And so you get the benefit of the the first part of the transaction, and then you get the be- bigger benefit um, of the second part of the transaction if someone else does better with it. But mm-hmm. at least the first part of the transaction puts money in your pocket and makes you feel good if nothing else happened the day that it that it transacted. <laughs> that's right. Right, it, right. Definitely. I mean,
6: they also offered us, you know, a position on the newly formed venture. We're well, like, man, how, how great can this be, you know? Right. So. Right, that's
3: great. That's great. So um, so that's a, that's a great success story on that particular domain name. Tell us a little bit about, because um, you do play the drops a little bit, um, you know, a lot of people... You picked up this name. You were quite successful with it. You do have some experience with the drops. What's made, what are successful, um, what's been successful for you on picking domain names up at the, you know, uh, with the drop services? What strategy do you use that you can share with others on uh, who are listening? Sure. Uh, I use all the services. So, so a that. lot of people out there don't know this. I mean, obviously it makes sense, but some sure. people just choose to use pool or choose to use name winner or choose to use club drop. But uh, really the benefit is to use them all.
6: That's right, that's right. For, for, for the same
3: script. name, because you increase your chances of catching the, the names you want.
6: Exactly, exactly. And it doesn't that's
3: cost right. you anything to do that.
6: That's right. They pay for performance. If they get the name, you know, you pay for it and bid for it. That's right. I mean, we use a Snap, Pool, Name Winner, Enom, Drop Wizard, and, you know, Drop Catcher. And, and our own in-house service. I mean, we're, you know, running scripts and still trying. You know, not as successful with ourselves anymore, but, you know, every once in a while we'll grab one on our own still. Right, right, and um
3: okay, so use all the services. any other tips there?
6: Uh, no, no, just uh you know make sure you got your your business requests into all the services you know before that uh, drop day app.
3: now, what about some of the other development strategies that you have for some of your other properties? I mean, you're working on this on this deal that's going to be you know uh, could potentially be an eight figure deal you know not a seven figure deal but an eight figure deal for you right um, what's um what some of the other strategies that you can share with others um, or really helpful tips and hints um, about the development of some of the prime generic domain names. Um, um, You know, what should people be doing out there?
6: Well, we're just getting into the development stage of our portfolio. It's been all, you know, PPC and just holding on and, you know, domain sales, but now we're looking to get some uh, development going, good web content, you know, uh, product on there and something really useful, you know, for that end user. Make it valuable where they they click on it, they visit it, they tell their
3: friends, they bookmark it, you know, they just come back. Now do you feel um, is the is the buyer of sneakers.com just as an example, are they going to utilize the development work that you've done on Sneakers com? Or are they going to completely take it and redo their own thing but they've they they like the you know the customer base and the uh, the other the other assets that's come along with the site because my my experience is is that in many cases unless it's something really unique slick um, from a development standpoint a large buyer is going to probably want to take their own tag their own brand their own web development and slap it on the domain name is that is that correct that is correct okay so that is correct so even though so really the development strategy is is good because it builds up the value of the site and builds up, you know, customer recognition and branding, mm-hmm. but you're going to do that knowing that you're probably, that's probably not going to be the going-forward um, transaction.
6: Right. You know, they got a bigger plan in mind for it. They're going to take,
3: you know, what I've done to the next level, you know. Right, right. Okay. and, um, um, you know, so is, is the... Um, is the is the strategy then for the rest of your domain names the same? Uh,
6: not exactly. You know, we'll look for some investors, uh, you know, venture capital firms for some of the more prime generic names, and uh, you know, we'll we'll see what happens with the rest. We'll probably sell some, you know, uh, monetize uh, on the rest of them, and but just focus on a select few that you know are you know attractive to us, and we can
3: really get into and do a good job with. Right now, what's your what's your team um, what's your team? I mean, who are you who are you involved with? Like when you're when you're developing out these sites, is this something that you're doing based off of your computer um, experience and development experience, or do you have uh, partners? Do you have uh, a staff? What's what's the how's your organization structured?
6: Uh, organization is just one man band. It's it's just myself. Uh, I've learned PHP, you know, Perl, Unix shells, you know, web design, and just put together things with. Uh,
3: knowledge i've accrued along the way okay and um you know walk us through some of the tools and tips and and stuff for the beginning for the beginners and some of the people that actually know uh, uh who actually know um the domain names a little bit as you know probably as much as you do but you know some basic things like probably getting in uh you know getting involved with some of the online forums but walk us through some of the things that's made you successful as a domainer you know over the last uh you know four or five years
6: well, like you said, getting involved with our online domain name community. You know, you've got DN Forum out there, Domain State, uh, Rick's Board. Personally, uh, I use Domain Name Forum, like, daily. You know, I think uh, Adam Dicker over there has done a fantastic job uh, creating a, a great community. I mean, people are just sharing information. Uh, you can sell names, uh, buy names at great deals. Uh, there's tons of tools uh, that can help you find valuable uh, domain names. You know, you've got, like, link popularity, uh, Overture uh, numbers uh, and all that stuff.
3: You know, well, what What are some of the tools that's been very successful for you?
6: Uh, tools that I use are uh, Domain Retriever. Uh, it finds out link popularity. I use uh,
3: is that is that domainretriever.com?
6: Uh, I think it's domain-retriever.com. It's
3: oh. uh, I, haven't, I haven't even heard of that. So that sounds pretty uh, cool.
6: Yeah, it's part of uh, an exclusive uh, membership on Domain Name Forum. They've just got tons of tools. Oh, okay. And resources. Uh, another uh, software I use, some bulk overture Checker, you know, scans names for, you know, popularity that people are typing in. And, uh, you know, there's just great discussions on the PPC aggregators out there. You know, you got C-Doo, Hit Fabulous, Traffic Club, Domain Sponsor, just all of them, you know, and talk, uh,
3: share some great tips on what's working for people. And what about the, uh, wh- what kind of resources do you use for, um, for the expired name services uh, in terms of finding out the list of names that are due uh, for expiration and uh, then acquiring them?
6: Well, you've got your, your uh, paid for membership services. Uh, Exity is a fantastic resource on uh, more
2: domain name
6: uh, lists than you can imagine. I mean, just tons of information there uh, on hold, expired. Uh, then you've got Domainsbot, uh, Enom has their free listing and snap names, has their exclusive
3: uh, partner listing, uh, dropping names, and uh, their expired names as well. All right, all right. And then, um, um, you know, I guess what's helped you out a little bit is learning, uh, learning a little bit of programming language and stuff. Is that is that something you recommend to people, like uh, learn a little bit of web development so that um, you can actually do some things yourself?
6: Exactly. That, that way you understand how things work and if you need to get, a designer to do it, you know, it's just too much, you know what to tell them to do and how you want it to look. Exactly. It, it definitely helps to get your hands dirty.
3: If you're a beginner and a novice and you're not computer literate like me, <laughs> um, <laughs> how would you recommend, what are the best, um, you know, resources to, to learn a little bit of HTML and Perl and PHP and, 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 and that kind of stuff?
6: Well, I started out with uh, Microsoft front page, kind of a, a drag and drop uh, setup. And then I started looking at the code and the syntax, and I just started messing around, and, uh, you know, after a while, learned stronger HTML and got, to, you know, websites to look the way I wanted to, just uh, practice and, you know,
3: build a little something, build a little bit better, and go from there. Right, and then probably get familiar with uh, Google AdSense, and you mentioned uh, Yahoo Publisher Network, and... Yeah. That's right. Those are fairly easy uh, systems to, to get acquainted with, and at least you get a good understanding about uh, how to monetize at that point.
6: Yeah, exactly. So you build a, a website you know, about cars. You, know, you can sign up for Google AdSense and put relevant uh, ads up there. You, know, you can write some paragraphs about your favorite cars or whatever. You know, people will enjoy reading, and you can monetize on your website that way.
3: Yeah, definitely. And what about, um, what about uh, you know, in terms of the sales process? Now, how many domain names have you sold out of your portfolio?
6: Uh, a good number, I would say, three hundred or so. Three hundred names. Wow. Three hundred over over the course of time, you know.
3: Yeah, that, well, that's a lot of names. So, um, you know, that's as much as some of the broker the, the entire broker sites out there. So, sure. what's worked well for you in the sales uh, the sales the side of things? Like, um, give us a little walkthrough about what, what people who want to sell their domain names should be thinking about in terms of negotiation and and uh, and um, you know making their sales successful.
6: Well, uh, first I, I suggest doing research on the name, you know, finding out where the traffic is, uh, you know, who's typing it in, how much uh, visitors uh, do they receive, and, you know, how you can monetize on that, and who the, who the potential buyer would be, you know, is there a corporation out there that could really use this name as a key for their business, you know, get out there on Google and, and do some research on that, uh, definitely, you know. Uh, Study the art of negotiation. You know, when you're, you're selling stuff, you're trying to persuade people to see, hey, this name has value. This is why. Look at the traffic numbers. You know, look at the paperclip. Um, you know, look at the search engine saturation, for example.
3: Right. You know, you know express these things.
6: Uh, definitely. And what,
3: what formula are you using when you tag a sale price on one of your own domain names? Are you using a, a multiple of revenue? Are you throwing, are you throwing some branding uh, value in it. Uh, give us a little bit of philosophy of, from your standpoint. If you were to sell one of your domain names, um, how much of it is what you make on the domain name versus what you feel the domain name is worth by intuition or experience?
6: It's a combination of things. It's not just on pay per click and X number of, of revenue. You know, generic, solid generic names have you know a development potential as well. You know, if there's a certain product you're selling shoes, you know, well, how many pairs of shoes can this website sell? You know, what's the, the, the markup on that? You know, what can you make on selling shoes versus just people clicking, looking for shoes? So it's a combination of things, I think.
3: Okay. All right, good. Mm-hmm. And uh, what, what was the, just give us a little spectrum. What's, uh, what's been your highest domain name sale? How much money was it for?
6: Uh, it was actually a package of names, and it was approximately
3: $144,000. And how many names did that include? I think it was about 70 names okay so of your three hundred seventy them were sold in the package for about a dollars grand that's correct okay great and um and uh okay so um so that uh, that explains it. and were they related domain names in the portfolio were they what were they related to each other like were no. they in a in a related package you know some domain name portfolios oh. are you know in a particular niche or industry or vertical, or were they just completely you know various names in various categories yeah like, they were Pretty various. <laughs> okay, so various. For, you know, some people sell adult portfolio. We just sold a, a large dar- adult portfolio a couple of days ago for one hundred seventy-two thousand dollars or so. It was, uh, nice. you know, us uh, thirty names for one hundred seventy-two thousand dollars, but wow. you know, some nice names in there. Very nice. Um, so, yeah, just uh, just wondering what your what your uh, your strategy has been there.
0: Yeah,
3: it was a combination of names.
6: You know, nothing uh,
3: industry specific or anything like that. All right, so do you have any other, um, any other input or, or uh, tips for those that are listening and, uh, you know, things that can make people successful? Sure. Uh, one of the things
6: you got to do early on is definitely make sure, you know, when you register a name that your who is contact data is always up to date. You know, if that buyer is trying to find you and your phone number is incorrect or your email is, you know, not hotmail anymore, you know, it's kind of hard to make a sale that way. <laughs> right, yeah, Definitely. You know? And uh, definitely select a a really good, reputable, and secure registrar to register names, you know, like Moniker. You know, that's where we got our our number one name, sneakers.com. We put it at Moniker, and we're definitely looking to move our entire portfolio over there in the
3: very near future. Great. Glad to hear it. We can't wait to to keep uh, keep all those names safe for you and help you monetize them and sell a few for you, too. Hey, that sounds good. Great. (laughs) Well, if uh, anyone wants to contact Roy um, and ask him any questions uh, um, you know, about his portfolio, what's made him successful, or uh, uh, run some ideas, is it okay to give out your email address? Absolutely. Okay, so uh, you can contact, contact Roy at Roy at sneakers.com. Okay. And uh, I'm sure he'll be willing to, to, to answer any questions or give some insight about what's made him successful. And uh, um, maybe, uh, maybe there's some interesting uh, opportunities there for anybody to contact you. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, I really appreciate your time on the show. It's been uh, enlightening, and again, um, it's always uh, great to have somebody on on the show who's been successful with their domain names and kind of learn learn from scratch about what was going on in the industry, and took a chance out there and made it through the dot .com bust and boom, and and uh, came out with uh, well, with a couple shining stars. So, we yeah, wish you all the luck in the future, and uh, look forward to working with you as well. Well, thank
6: you, Marky. Thank you very much for having
3: me on the show. Hey, my pleasure. Appreciate it. All right, folks, Uh, well, that uh, ends tonight's show um, on uh, Domain Masters. Be the master of your domain.
5: are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of webmasterradio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of webmasterradio.fm is prohibited.
0: This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming,